Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. Kind of found a weird one today, I think, uh, which is Norco. Mm -hmm. Which is, yeah. you recommended this to me kind of out of nowhere. I'd never even heard of this. <laughs> and you're just like, you should play Norco. And PC Game Pass was a dollar, and I don't play games on PC. So I argued with you for a minute, and then I went for it. I glanced at Open Critic. This is the second best reviewed game of the year. It's Elden Ring. I feel Norco. <laughs> I feel like if you know like literature and stuff, which I feel like reviewers are kind of in that realm of like the English, yes. the arts, the literature. This is like an amazing game. I, I enjoyed what I played of it. Um, I did feel a lot of it was like this. Feels like this is just referencing a genre of stuff that I'm not privy to. <laughs> I had that feeling all the way through of like a this is a game that I am not smart enough to enjoy fully. Sure. That's kind of, that was yeah. kind of my takeaway thing because I really did like it. It was very good, but it was one of those things where it's like I feel I I think I'm just missing something. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there, where it's just like this is a game for people who love really well written things. Our writers mm. are into like really specific genre sci-fi novels i'm guessing like it very much has that tilt to it where it's like this is it's so well written and as somebody who is yeah. a horrible horrible writer <laughs> horrible 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 at everything communicating i just like <laughs> which is ironic with what i'm doing teacher? right now <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, aren't you a teacher? <laughs> you should be good at communicating. I, I think, I think it's. I don't think it's the game's like too smart for us. I think it's just. I think it's just stuff we never studied. It's just. Yeah. It's just a different. You know, it's just the things we didn't study in school. Like I went to school for engineering. You went to be a teacher. It's like we just didn't study classical American literature. Yeah. Um. I feel like this may have been a Mark Twain book. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, and you already lost me. So anyway, Norco yeah. is like old school point and click adventure really text heavy yep. lots of dialogue and that's kind of the thing that i kind of latched onto right away was just the way that the characters are interacting and the way that you discover about this world it's not like the game is telling you about the world it's not showing you it's a still image that you're kind of clicking around in that occasionally has something moving mm -hmm. in it but the way the characters describe the world the descriptive language that it's using all of these things really paint a really really cool picture of how this world is it's kind of near future i don't remember the exact time frame i would guess maybe 10 to 20 years in the future and yeah. it's just the dialogue that you're having with these characters, the back and forth, really, really gets you into this place more so than I think a lot of games that have these big, elaborate, realistic cutscenes do because it's mm -hmm. this very descriptive storytelling. And I think right away, that's kind of what put me in here is like, okay, this is a game more focused on how characters are seeing things and perspectives more so than just here's your big grandioso yeah. sci-fi story. Yeah, and the, I think the thing that's like, yeah, it is interesting because it, it's it seems like a smaller story story and kind of just like a larger world. Yeah, I really really enjoy the setting because the setting is very specifically New Orleans area in a future where, so they acknowledge in this history it's like the same history as ours. So Hurricane Katrina had come through, yep. destroyed much of the area, and then they talk about these future floods which do do exist. Yeah, these these idea these future floods that come through. And just destroy the area because the New Orleans region is is under um, essentially a, a few feet under underwater. So in this history, it's these poor areas that had been flooded two, three. I think they call it the four floods, mm -hmm. um, which were just which were floods that got worse and worse and worse. So it's this sci-fi setting that's really informed by the history of this area, um, 
and this very specific story of these people who are just so totally normal. They have um, problems yeah. that are um, not necessarily problems that I deal with, but problems that people deal with. I, your main character, she returns home um, after her mother dies, yep. and she's a she's been estranged. And I think the, the thing I really enjoyed is that you can kind of tell her story through the dialogue, like where were you were where you were. The game asks you where you were. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, uh, I was traveling the West, or I was traveling the East, or I was traveling whatever. And you're kind of like picking yeah. what your story was. And then you come back, and your brother's the guy who's selling drugs, and you're just kind of an area that's not great. And you're, I, I don't remember what what she. I think she's just looking for her brother. Is, what, is her it's, it's kind of plot. your initial motivation yeah. is where is your brother at? Um, because yeah. again, your mom has died, and he was there with your mom. And you don't necessarily have all the full details because you've kind of been estranged from your whole family. You're not really close with your brother. You had issues with your mom, so you just haven't really communicated much. You get home. Mm -hmm. The house is empty. And that's kind of how the game kicks off is going like, okay, well, where's my brother? Okay, well, he's at this bar. Okay, well, you go talk to this person at the bar. And they go, oh, well, he got mixed up in this. And you go talk to these people and go, okay, well, yeah, but, you know, the company and the way the company's handling this region this is going on so you know maybe if you go talk with them and oh yeah this person knew stuff about your mom and oh yeah by the way your mom was doing so and you kind of get this like go around through this small town which i think those of you who are from a small town which i am you kind of get that like okay everybody knows a little bit of everybody's business and that's kind of what it is it's like oh your mom never told you about you about me like we talked all the time with your mom like i know so much about your mom and you ask a question like eh, yeah yeah mm-hmm, okay and it's like okay no this is in that small town feel and you kind of get this runaround, yeah. and you're all over the place, and the game just really builds really well off of that, and it goes from this just, like, yeah. simple starting prompt of, I came home to check on my mom, oh, she's died from this issue, where's my brother, yeah. and you end up in this very, <laughs> once you get to the end of this thing, like, it goes places, so the game's three acts, like, act one is, you know, just kind of you getting the, getting the, getting the feel of the area, mm. kind of figuring out what's going on. Act two is like, okay, there's some there's some shit in this town, and here's kind of the way this, you know, kind of the, you talked about the way that it's realistic in terms of the New Orleans region. It's also in, realistic in the way that this one corporation kind of just has everybody, like, stuck there. Like, this one corporation oh, sure. owns the area. Like, if this corporation up and left, like, you're all fucked. Everybody's mm-hmm. out of the job. Nobody has any money. Nothing's getting run because we are here because of this company. And you get into that a little bit more in Act 2. And when you get to Act 3, it's just like, nah, screw it. Here's the fun sci-fi shit you want. It's oh, crazy. Okay. <laughs> Look at all this stuff. And yeah. the third act, it, it hits kind of, it, it hits in a weird way just because it's like, it gets into all this kind of crazy stuff. But like, as you're looking back, you can see like, oh yeah, this, this, and this from the first game. And I think that's one of the things that the point and click comes into is a lot of times in point and click, you kind of find mm-hmm. something and then later on you're like, Oh, I know what that is now. And you can go back there. And this game has a lot of this. There's something I found. It might've been within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe not. So. Maybe, for sure. The first half hour that I found, I was like, well, that's weird as shit. I don't know what this is. Yeah. Why is this here? And literally it is like the last 10 or 15 minutes of the game. It's like, Oh, that random thing that I randomly clicked on that randomly did something is actually mm-hmm. for this and now here oh, we cool. go and i it was one of those things where i was like i literally like was stuck for probably 20 minutes like i don't even know what to do i have this thing i have an idea of what it's where is where is where is it and i just was kind of just clicking back through areas trying to figure and i went oh yeah and i clicked on it. i was like oh and <laughs> done there we go so it, it i don't know it's, yeah. it works so well everything about this works really well 
it's it's definitely a game targeted for specific people and i think i could very easily mm. see somebody being turned off by this game within the first like hour cuz it is kind of sure yeah it's dark it's a little depressing it's slow moving it's character focused mm. you don't have that big like epic moment really at any part so i could see somebody being really turned off by this but if you know what you're getting into and you're kind of like in a like okay let's just take it slow let's get invested in a world i think this is one yeah. of the better games to do it yeah, I, th- I think it's interesting when you're saying it, it takes it slow because it's it seems like it, it kind of at the beginning it's sort of planting all these different seeds that seem unrelated. Yep. I don't think it's a spoiler to say because it's it's in the first act. Um, but you also play as her mother. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like a few months prior, um, before before her death, and it's interesting how these characters there's characters that are shared between the two stories there's plot lines that are shared between the two stories and you're kind of seeing how all these like little seeds of a story are starting to connect in your mind i and that's the thing i felt was like this the puzzles weren't difficult but i thought like that the part that is that was interesting about it was you connecting these different little plot pieces and like you were saying like that item that didn't make sense at the beginning makes more sense at the end but I also just felt like that with the plot threads. It's like you can see them kind of coming in and coming out. It's like, okay, what's going on with the mom? It's totally unrelated to what's happening in this present day. Mm-hmm. And then they slowly start to kind of like mix and match the character characters. I remember it was, it was interesting. Like the characters of the – you first meet characters who know your mom at a bar. Yep. And then you meet those characters as the mom. So you can actually see what like their actual relationship was like. Yeah, and um, they, so I really, I really did enjoy that. Yeah. yeah, and they play a lot with that towards the end of the game too, where some of those characters come back, and those plot threads get closer and closer and closer as you kind of reach the uh, the end of the story, and mm. just the way that the mom's story slowly becomes the daughter's story. Daughter, I don't know, whatever. Daughter, yeah, daughter, I think daughter, it, daughter, 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 daughter. I think daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as their stories kind of combine there at the end. Um, you really feel that pull and you kind of get, there's some strange characters that you don't feel like should be coming back. that come back and then you're like, Oh man, no, I'm totally mm. getting this connection. And there's some cool, cool, cool callbacks there. Um, but I think like you're saying, there's a lot of plot threads. I actually hit a point. Maybe I think the whole game maybe took me six or seven hours about mm. maybe a third to halfway through where I was just like, there is so much going on here. I, I can barely keep this all straight. What is all this stuff supposed to mean? Like, sure. It almost got yeah. overwhelming. And then right about that tipping point, I think sometimes I get to the tipping point where it's just, I'm I'm too overwhelmed, I'm done, I don't even want to bother with this anymore, I don't know where you're going, I don't care where you're going at this point, whatever. and just at that point <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, okay, this is so much, this is so much, it just kind of like opens up the floodgates and it's like, oh no, here's this connection, this connection, this connection, alright, this is happening, and it's just, it has this perfect timing about the way things are laid out, in that mm-hmm. everything hits at a moment that feels really, really good. And well, that, that mind map is kind of helps you keep, yeah. sort of keep track of everything. Yeah, and I actually wanted to talk about that. So the way that the progression in this is handled is you don't necessarily, like, I feel like so many games have just, like, your generic, like, open up a menu, and, like, here's a list of everything you did. Um, and this you have the mind map, which is basically just Kay's brain. And every time you get something, you add a new picture to the mind map. So you talk to this character, they get their picture on there. When you click on that, it'll give you all the information. It'll let you kind of ask a couple of questions to kind of, like, refresh yourself of who these characters are. So when you get to some things, especially later game, when you're going, okay, mm-hmm. what was it that that person did exactly? Because that name will come up. You can jump back in, click on it, and it'll, it'll click on it, and then it'll give you, like, four or five options of, like, who is this? How did they know my mom? What did they have to do with the company? Did they know my brother? Like, they were mm-hmm. at blank. And it's just a really good way to keep track of it, and it kind of connects your characters, and just it keeps adding details in there, and I think it's just a really interesting way to kind of keep track of everything. And then, again... 
you can kind of click on something and it'll be like, remember to check the bar for whoever. And it just, it does some yeah. really neat tricks with that in there and just the way that it kind of is your one-stop shop for all information regarding everything. So how'd you, yeah. So how did you enjoy just the, the sci-fi? Cause I know you're, you're like usually like kind of big into sci-fi stuff. How'd you just feel about that? The world they had created. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was like kind of interesting. I think one of the, one of my favorite aspects of the story, again, this is all like earlier stuff is, um, there's a thing okay there's this task rabbit is this thing that exists nowadays where it's like you know you hire people to do small jobs and in this universe there's an ai that essentially is telling people to do all these odd jobs but nobody really knows what the jobs are doing. are you talking about super duck um i'm talking about super okay. duck um i just and i just i really love that idea of just like all these people just doing these small tasks and nobody quite knows what they're all leading up to yep. um which i just thought was like an interesting idea because you could see the world kind of going that direction of having like an AI sort of task-based system. So I was just curious how you felt about just the, the sci-fi world that it was building. Um, I want to set that aside just because that is an infinitely sure. more important piece of this than you're referencing right now, because I know where you are in yeah. this game and I know what you know. Yeah. I don't want to say any more <laughs> than you said about that piece. Um, in my mind, I think when I think sci-fi, like this is like very near future sci-fi which yeah. I tend to not be as interested in as like the like, okay, like oh, 20, yeah. 20 in the year 2,500, like Star Trek, all that stuff. Um, I thought, again, I think the, the more interesting parts were how it reflected the realism and just getting that picture of 10 years mm -hmm. from now. I mean, there's some robots in there and there's like, that's worked weird into it and it kind of how people play off those I think was really interesting. You go to the shop and your shop is all fully automated and there's just a little kiosk smiling at you like, you have an item in your inventory that you did not pay for. Like, cause I think I couldn't, oh, I couldn't figure yeah. out how to pay for it. Cause I think it's the first time you had to drag and drop an item into the, into anywhere in the world. And I was like, I, I, it's there. Yes, you're right. I took that thing. I do not know how to pay for it. And it just kind of kept <laughs> yelling at me. I was like, Oh, I scan it. And it's that kind of like, Oh, this is very much, I think a future problem of like, Oh yeah. Like I loaded up my card and nah, I forgot that I also put the bananas in there. Whoops. Okay. Sorry, computer. Here's your bananas. Yeah. Leave me alone. Um, so again, I think my take on it was I more preferred the realism aspect to it more than the gotcha. sci-fi, uh, especially as you get Interesting. further into it, the sci-fi plays less and less of a role, I feel like, and it becomes much more of a, what's going on with this character, how are these things interacting, there's one kind of big sci-fi piece that plays very weird into it, um, the game gets much more, and again, I know where you're at. Um, and I think that's yeah. where it's interesting to talk about because the game starts to deal a lot more with religion, more so than science fiction, yeah. at about the halfway okay. point, which again is about where you are. Yeah. And that sci-fi yeah. thing, yeah, that's, that's kind of, um, yeah. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say, just because it's a very generic idea, um, there's a lot of cult things that come up. And a lot mm -hmm. of this slowly starts to build into that with what's going on in this town and how some of these things are connected. So... I actually found that, again, that aspect, which I don't want to talk about too much because, again, it's mm -hmm. back half of Act 2 and Act 3 where it comes into more of this cult aspect and this religious aspect of it and how that's affecting the characters and how just this world affects the characters I think is much more interesting than the sci-fi-ness of the world. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's such an interesting game. Um, it's on Game Pass. It's, like I said, I think I took me maybe seven hours that might even mm -hmm. be a little bit of a stretch. I think you could probably, if you're running through it, not super looking at things, you could probably do it in five. But it's definitely worth at least checking out for a few minutes. Just it's 
it's very very interesting if nothing else mm-hmm. but cool we are workforce gaming you can subscribe to us on twitter you can follow us on twitter at workforce gaming subscribe to us wherever we're listening and i'll see you later bye